You're listening to The Dr. Chris Show. Are you tired of the short-term patch to your health problems? Is avoiding medications and surgeries important to you? If you answered yes, then your prayers have been answered. Dr. Chris has been helping people transform their health for over a decade. He's a world-renowned health expert who specializes in holistic health. He's a professional speaker, chiropractor, and international best-selling author. It's his mission to help you reach your full God-given potential through holistic health and healing. Get ready to be inspired and transformed. Here's your host, Dr. Chris. Hello and welcome today. We have a special guest, Dr. Josh Hant. Now, Dr. Josh Hant finds the need to share the importance of the intimate relationship between lifestyle and an abundant life. So I just love the values that he has, the things that he implements, always discovering new things. You know, his his motto is really finding abundance in everything from health to finances to relationships and even spirituality. He is the CEO of Lifestyle Locker Incorporated and a partner at the New York Chiropractic Life Center. So let's go ahead and get into our interview today with Dr. Josh Hant. All right, everyone. So welcome to another episode. So we are blessed to have Dr. Josh Hant here with us today of the Lifestyle Locker. And so Dr. Josh, welcome, man. I am super psyched to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, you know, I'm excited to just hear your story because you've been doing some pretty amazing things. You've been pushing yourself physically. I love that you are actually walking the walk, not just talking the talk. I think that's so important with so many doctors. And that's why when I have experts come on like yourself, um, I really love the people that are just in the trenches. They're doing it. They're leading by example. So uh, if you would, why don't you tell us your story, your journey of where you started and, and where you and how you ended up creating the lifestyle locker? Okay. So it's it's actually a, a, actually a long timeline for the story, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sure. condense it because uh, there's a big blank space in the middle of it. You know, in, in undergrad, I didn't know what I really wanted to do, and I was a competitive skier, ended up getting injured, and ended up going to a community college, and I didn't know what kind of classes to take, so I ended up taking business classes, and we're sitting in this business class in ethics talking how bad, uh, how unethical pharmaceutical companies are. I'm sitting there and going, man, we need to get, like, the word out to, like, natural health, to chiropractic, to all of these natural healthcare venues, and I didn't know what that meant or what it was, sure. so that idea came in and left, and then... Uh, Fast forward now, I think it's like 12 years or 11 years, maybe more after that, full-time chiropractor, full-time podcaster. And um, pre or I, so it's pre the podcast, I'm sitting going, how do I get this message out? It kind of came to me and uh, someone pointed me to podcast and I started listening to podcast. I'm like, I guess this is the message. This is the way I get to get it out. And um, you know, I'm a lifestyle junkie. I, I love what I do. So Lifestyle Locker came from you know a thought when I was 18 years old. And now, holy crap, it's 20 years. That's awesome. You know, so, yeah, so. So it was just like, it was like a blimp, this like little light bulb that went off in school one day, and then it kind of just got stuck in the back of your, your brain back here, and then boom, yeah. it just came to fruition, and now you're rocking and yeah. rolling with that. But I, but I came to help people anyway through chiropractic, so I got to dive directly into people's lives and enhance them with, with chiropractic adjustments, but as well kind of immersing them in uh, lifestyle should they choose to do that. So that was my like, way of testing, if you will. So how many years have you been helping people for now and their with their lifestyle and just helping create natural health and, and within them? So it's a, about a dozen years. About a dozen years. That's great. So, you know, yeah. one of the things I was I was looking back and I was just doing some research on you and just, you know, the cool things you're doing and you know, I saw that you did a fifty K marathon. So an ultra marathon. Now yes. myself, 
when I was in high school, I was like, I, I turned out for track my, I think it was my junior year. And I was like, Hey, I will not run anything more than a hundred meters. You can put me in anything you want coach, <laughs> but I won't run more than a hundred meters. So for, for you doing yeah. an ultra marathon, that's, that's pretty amazing. You know, my wife just did a, a, a half marathon and she couldn't even run more than a mile without having to, like she would have to walk the mile until until she finally started to apply the principles a lot of the principles that you teach your patients and yeah. now she's doing half marathon so like what was the awesome. mindset in completing like why do you want to do that what was your mindset training like just tell us about that experience so the ultra marathon came from me doing uh the previous year i said i i, never, I was never really a runner i kind of like fall into different sports and uh i got into running uh, early in when I was uh, early in being a chiropractor and stopped running for a while, got into CrossFit and all these things. I said, I want to do a marathon before I hit 40. So I picked the, the hardest marathon in the Northeast. It's a trail marathon and it happened to be uh, a nor'easter, which is like this picture, like the worst possible weather you could ever have during a run. <laughs> nice. And um, Perfect. it was 40 degrees. Yeah. And three inches of rain on the trail. So I, like mud up to my thighs at certain times, stream wow. crossing. So it was miserable, like pre hypothermic when I finished. <laughs> So my wife's like, you're probably never doing a distance run again. Uh, you know, six months later, eight months later, my friend's like, you said you wanted to do that ultra. You know, and I said, eh. so he registered. So I ended up registering for it. Um, my wife thought I was absolutely out of my mind. But the reason I chose to do it is when I finished my marathon, I realized that running is not a body game. It's not your physical body that actually, you know, has to, you have to deal with. It's your mind. Your mind will tell you to stop and yell at you from time and time again. So uh, for me, it was a big mindset at games. I think that's the biggest thing. And being an athlete in, in any any sport, if your head game is bad, you're either not going to be good or you're going to quit too early. So that's why I did it. And I finished, you know, for myself, I finished a half hour faster than I thought I would, even though I wasn't really, I wasn't tracking myself. Uh, wow. So it was a pretty neat event. So what was your, like, as you're going through that ultra marathon, what was your mindset? Like when, where was it that you kind of felt you were hitting that wall and what did you do to break through that and to keep going? Okay. That's a great question. I, I, I hit the wall a bunch of times. It's not just one, you don't just hit one wall. So in my training and during the marathon, I usually, and I figured this out and it's kind of neat to figure these things out. I figured out that I usually hit my first wall, like at mile 12 or 13, where my body's like, all right, enough, enough. This is terrible. <laughs> And then uh, once I get beyond that, and it's it's not even a thought. It's like I, at this point I know, like I can figure these things out. But it's like if I know I can. I ran 26. So when I hit 13, it's like okay, and obviously I know I can run more than 13 miles. Right. You know, I had great weather, I had great conditions, so there wasn't any excuse why I had to quit. So I do that, and you'll hit these walls uh, as an endurance athlete, and even like the game of life. But you hit these walls, these challenges mentally, and some of them being physical, but you have to like stop, think, breathe, and just work your way through. I mean, the human body and the human spirit is so big and so powerful that you can, I mean, you don't want to run 100 meters, but I bet you in four months, if I worked with you, you could run a, you could run a marathon. Oh, yeah. You know, this type of thing. So it's, uh, it's, it's just really having good self-talk and present time consciousness with yourself, if, it, if that makes sense. That makes sense. So, you know, I didn't, I had never been in the, anywhere close to the marathon world until my wife decided to do this half marathon. You know, she, same reason, you know, it wasn't really the physical, I mean, for her, it was part of the physical challenge to push herself, but it was also that mental challenge to push yourself. So it kind of sounds like what you were trying to do as well. But once you get in that world, like you see people that are 
man, they're crazy. It, it's freezing cold out, and people are like in tank tops and short shorts. And uh-huh. I'm like, how do you yeah. even do that? And the person's like bundled up next to them. And then you got some people with the earbuds and they're listening to their music. And some people are just, you know, they're walking it and chatting. So like, what was your approach to it? Like, are you listening to, to audio or music? Are you just like tuning yourself into the, the surroundings around you? How, how do you take that on? So when I do like, for instance, the ultra that we, that I did, um, I had no earbuds, no music, nothing. Uh, I feel you know, when tr- with training, you know, it's it's good. You, you can kind of get into a trance state. I would use different tactics and try different things. I would listen to like the same song over and over for like two hours. Because it's easy to get like into a neurological rhythm. But during the, the actual race, being that I was in nature in the woods, it's a lot easier to just be much more aware of yourself. I mean, you start to get cues if your body starts to get mad at you. <laughs> you know, it wants to yell at you. But where you have music on, you're kind of numb to it until maybe it hits you. Like it's like someone banging at you. So I like to just be totally open, especially in nature. You know, being connected is so cool. I like that parallel because it's almost the same parallel as people that take medications like antidepressants to numb themselves. It's kind of like the headphones of the marathon, right? It's like you're tuning yourself yeah. out and and your body's ignoring all these warning signs and signals and then you yeah. set yourself up for, for some major disappointment. Yeah, 100%. I mean, being in that present, being present with yourself is huge, you know, in the distance run, but in any, I think in anything in life, you know, like as a chiropractor, me being with a patient, I have to, I can't be like getting ready to take care of a patient and be like, did I pay the mortgage today? You know, it does, that doesn't work. I'm not there with the patient. So same with the run, anything, if you're not there 100%, you're, you're not going to, you're not going to get the greatest result you can possibly get. Awesome. So for maybe some of our listeners who are thinking about doing a challenge like this or starting to get in that yeah. marathon and just post themselves like what's one piece of advice you would give them? Like where could they start to start okay. to, well, like, to kind of get in that mode, surround themselves with people that can maybe teach them what to do or whatever you think. Okay. I mean, there's, there's uh, let me just see if there's any, I, I ended up watching a documentary called the Barclays marathon. I don't remember how it spells, but it's on, it's on, I think it's on, uh, Netflix. I've heard of that. And I haven't watched you, it, but that yeah, sounds familiar. It's this crazy. It's this crazy thing. My wife made me watch it, and it's these guys run like these hundred miles that are like navigating through the woods, and it's crazy. And you have to be asked to join it. So I watched watching that will inspire you to go like, okay, if these guys can run a hundred miles, what is a five k? What is a you know? You got to start somewhere. Oh, you know, yeah. you're either gonna go from a couch to a five k, or you're gonna go from you know five k to a half marathon, and, and then you it gets everything gets bigger. So I like that. Like kind of searching online and I, I, while we're while we're having this conversation where Lifestyle Locker actually is creating, we have something called the Lifestyle Locker Endurance Challenge, which is an actual like online program with a community that's, that's, that should be launched within the next few weeks. I'm not sure when we're going live here. Cool. Um, but it's a place for people to actually go and, and, you know, if they want to get to that 5K or if they're at that 10K and want to get, the same principles can apply to that. So it's all just about starting. doesn't matter where you're at. Just do no. something to get yeah, off the couch. If you, have the, if you have the itch to move, I mean, running is not for everybody, and I would never force anybody to run. But if it's something that's got a little piques your interest a little bit, you got nothing to lose to give it a shot. Awesome. So when it comes to transforming your lifestyle, maybe you're the person who is man, that you feel like you've never done anything right in your life when it comes to health, and you're super disappointed mm-hmm. where you're at, and you're in a really dark place. Or even the person who feels like they have a pretty good lifestyle, but they're just trying to take it to that next level. 
where does it need to start when you're transforming your lifestyle? Where does it, where does transformation begin? I think like we were just talking about earlier, just with mindset is if you have really bad self-talk, if you're like, you know, like, oh, I'm never going to get this done. I never like, like giving yourself all this, like this, your own pity party, mm-hmm. you know, about your health, you're just going to keep rolling because your brain will respond to your own thoughts. So if you, I mean, I, I may sound cheesy, but I love things like affirmations for myself that usually begin sure. I am. Um, I love things like uh, journaling, like even like a gratitude journal. You start to just kind of change your your mentality a little bit. Even it's like, listen, I'm grateful that I was able to eat a salad today. Right? You're grateful, you know, like something simple. Like don't look for like, I'm grateful that you know that I won a million dollar lottery or whatever it is. But be grateful for like real small, simple things, and then your mindset will start to shift and go, wow. Okay, I realize if I eat salads for the whole week, I actually feel better. You know, and then that's like the simple shift. If you're going from like a dark place, you can't, you know, you can't, you know, jump straight into a marathon sure. um, type of thing. So that's where I would start. You know, just something with helping you with your mind game. Learn how to breathe also. That would be like one huge piece of advice I would tell someone. Just nice, simple, learning to sit for 30 seconds and belly breathe. You know, like in your nose, slow for a few seconds and out your mouth for a few seconds and try to do that and just feel how good you're actually going to feel. It's pretty neat. So that's great. So I think that is huge with people because I was actually doing some uh, Mai Tai, not Mai Tai, Muay Tai. <laughs> you're today. drinking those. Martial arts. Yeah, I was drinking today. <laughs> and I was, I'm just learning how to do this this martial arts, right? And I'm like, you're starting to learn something new. And, and so you're, you know, you kind of tense up and you're doing your kicks and mm-hmm. things. And, and, the, and the instructor's like, hey, breathe. Work on your breathing, breathe. And it's so yeah. key. Like we just forget to breathe. We get so caught up in our lives that we just forget to do the simple things. It yeah, might be the salad, it might be the breathing. So that's awesome. So yeah. like what was your recommendation? Like how I've heard different people talk about how to breathe in different ways, different counts. Like what do you do? Uh, I do a couple breathing? different techniques. I mean, I'm getting certified right now in the Wim Hof technique, if any of you've ever heard of him. He's like the ice man, the guy that like submerges himself oh, in ice. So I'm doing a lot of his yeah. breathing techniques. Um, and a lot of the cold water immersion. But as far as simple breathing techniques that I think are good, there's two that I think are fantastic. Uh, one I believe is called box breathing, if that's the correct name, where you can take you know, a few seconds in, hold, let's say three seconds in, hold for three seconds, and exhale for three seconds, and then hold on the exhale for three seconds. So it's a square. you got three seconds all the way around. You, cool. can, you can make those numbers smaller or bigger to your comfort zone. And the other one is called squared breathing. Like the, you know, the number two squared. So what I would tell a person to do is breathe in for two seconds, hold for four seconds, exhale for four seconds, right? And you can make those numbers go up. You know, I, I, I usually do it like two, three and four and I'll do three, four or five rounds of it. And it's, it's just very relaxing. And to be nerdy a second for everybody listening, it helps your parasympathetic nervous system. You know, as chiropractors, we want people to be in healing mode and, and the parasympathetic nervous system does that so that breathing will help your body's nervous system kind of calm a little bit and you'll feel great so if you're getting adjusted if you're you're those people that are getting adjusted which i hope you are that's a great thing to do when you get to your Cairo's office is sit and just breathe for a few minutes you're going to make your adjustment that much better and life period without the adjustment too it's going to help too no, that's great and then like what are you what's going through your mind when you're doing those those breathing exercises are you trying to clear your mind or are you just focusing on positive thoughts no you actually the i think the best thing to do is just focus on the breath like the counting. So your mind isn't dist- like we're talking about being present with present time consciousness. So if you're breathing and you're counting your head like one, two, three, four, and then you start to get, you know, and you keep going through the, the rhythm, it's hard to think of other things. You're going to lose your count. 
Yeah. And if you want to make it a challenge, if you're doing this and you keep losing count, that means you're ultra distracted. Start try to do five rounds and keep restarting every time you think of like <laughs> something else. You'll learn to narrow your focus so you can actually pay attention to that one thing. That's great. That's awesome. I'm going to I'm going to be trying that. Like I try to do that sometimes and then sometimes you know, we we get good in our lifestyle and maybe we're like on track and then something little slips and something as simple as breathing and what you're talking about can slip. So I'm going to definitely going to I'm going to try that variation a little bit more. I like that. Yeah, it's, it's great. So now some people, when I, when I ask this question, I'll, you know, the, the typical thing is like, Hey, what are the three action steps or the five? I'm going to do something a little different. I'm going to only give you two action steps today. Okay. Uh, because I really want to, I want to want to get like the biggest bang for the buck for our listeners today. So what are two action steps that are the listeners today could take right now? Like, as soon as they get done listening to this episode, um, to improve their life, it could be any aspect of those foundational principles you talk about. But what are the two big ones? Okay. For you? Okay. Well, as a chiropractor, we're going to say get adjusted, but we can leave that out. That's that's like the pillar. But the two things that I think one would be the breathing. If you can mesh, and don't do this while you're driving. Okay. The breathing, <laughs> right? I don't. If you're in a car listening, don't do this while you're driving. But try the box breathing at home. You know, and and the best thing that you can do while doing this breathing. Um, this becomes almost can become meditate like a meditation at the same time. Put get a get an eye mask, and and put like noise canceling headphones on, and maybe just some like classical music with or nothing, just something that can block noise or earplugs, if you will, and try to breathe for five minutes. I think listening to your breath, listening to your body for five minutes, can be one of the biggest things you could possibly do. So breathing slash that meditation would be the one, and the next I think it will shock most people which I'm actually loving so much right now, is get in your shower, take your normal shower, and at the end of every shower, start to turn that temperature dial down. Oh, I knew you were going to say, I was like, no, don't right? tell me that. Okay. <laughs> get it. it doesn't have to be freezing right away, but your goal is this with, with doing this. You could do this tonight or tomorrow. You go ahead and you do that, and you shoot for 30 seconds at the temperature, and then kind of note however your, you know, your faucet is set up, and keep getting colder and colder. And the goal is to get to a point where you're not like jumping out of your skin when it's cold, where you mm -hmm. can actually take a couple breaths in and out and control your heart rate so it's not racing. When you do that, you can eventually try to do it for two minutes or even figure out if you have a tub to do an actual cold water immersion for a minute or two. Wow. So that's great. Yeah. So like, so you're saying you slowly just acclimate your body yeah. to that. And then when you get to that lowest that coldest point in your shower, then you hold it for as many seconds as you can or, well, you just, in your breathing, you can do, I would say just doing two minutes, just doing that is great for your, for your body to, to wake up and get, you know, to, to be nerdy. It, it kills off like bad mitochondria, if you will. And that's like, it's only strong survive. And those are like some powerhouses of the cells, which were just a big bunch of cells. So you make your body more powerful. It's great to do in the morning because it wakes you up. You feel super energized mm -hmm. and it helps with inflammation and other things. So it's, it's like a win all around. That's awesome. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna go. We'll try that right now. Actually, after we get done, because it's about that time of day. So I'm gonna go <laughs> freeze freeze myself today, and, and I'm gonna go get Good. stronger. I'm gonna be pumped up. Uh, thank you, Doctor Josh, for sure. Uh, you're welcome. Cool. Now, have you ever done like the the cryotherapy, like the the liquid nitrogen stuff, and done that type I, of? I have, I have not, but I've done um, like full blown ice baths. You know, the longest I've been able to sustain is about six minutes before, like, I was like, okay, I need to, like, tap out. Um, but post-marathon or post-ultra-marathon, I, I was able to just crawl into a Yeti cooler 
at the end of the race and and filled with ice and water just hang out there comfortably nice uh but never cryo chamber yeah i mean it's all everything you're talking about it's great for recovery and um yeah, yeah. definitely need to try that out for sure so uh, so those are great. So what are what are you doing right now? You mentioned a little bit with the lifestyle locker, some things you're kind of launching right now. What are so maybe go into a little bit more depth and some of the things that are coming out with the lifestyle locker? What's coming down the pipeline? Uh, maybe some things okay. you already have that people can use that you're, you're just getting good results with, or that are people that are really loving on. Okay, um, what's going on there? So there's, there's a couple of programs we have. The, the main one which we're actually focusing on now, which, to, which will be finished very soon and possibly even launched by the time this, this podcast goes live, is called the Lifestyle Locker Endurance Challenge. And that's to help you, like we said, to get you from that 5K. It's it's all, it's online, which is really easy. And we're going to create a community as well, a Facebook community, so people like mine can share their, their wins. But I want people sharing wins. But it'll be five, I think it's five or six modules uh, where we go. You'll have like a downloadable PDF or readable guide. Uh, and video tutorials, and I'll be adding as we go because if I learn something new, I want I want my clan, my tribe, to yeah. to have that information available. So that'll be like an ongoing addition for people. Um, cool. We have a couple other lifestyle shift programs uh, which we've taken off the market, if you will. We've taken offline right now, or revamping them and putting them back on, and that's for people to kind of have, like you said, like that first lifestyle shift. Yeah. This is a thirty day challenge where you can go in and change pieces of your lifestyle you can do like one a week or you can do all of them over the course of 30 days it's the same kind of program um we've put i put the doc on the docs in my office on it and i mean he ended up losing 30 pounds by just doing implementing one piece <laughs> of the puzzle and it was just eating the right way which and getting rid of inflammation he was like floored it's like holy cow so we have those types of things going on and and we're going to be pumping away with with great guests on our podcast as well i mean maybe a book down the road but not i mean a big book down the road not yet though well, also because you do have a, a book, the it's called mm -hmm. Inside the Locker, right? Yeah. So yes, an ebook. Cool. So, like, what is that? Does it start, start getting people kind of getting that foundation, or what's what was your purpose behind that? Yeah. So, Inside the Locker, why I created that is kind of you know for people to learn a little bit. I mean, just a little blurb about me and how I was able to learn and create this lifestyle shift uh, for myself and and share that with people because uh, not every, I mean most people will do a section. You know, it's like, listen, I'm, I'm only gonna, I'm gonna eat really well, and then they, they do like, you know, exercise once a month type of thing, or they'll be like the biggest gym rat or marathon or whatever they be, and their nutrition is like, I'm eating pop tarts. Yeah. So calories in, know, calories it, it out. It's all good. Yeah. So it blows my mind. So I kind of lay out. It's a short read, but some of the principles in lifestyle that will, will help people and go, oh wow, could that make sense? And I can actually apply this, and it's not hard. It just takes some, some level of commitment to actually want to do it. Awesome. So you those know, people have a challenge the way they think about their health and start to get yeah. them taking that step. That's awesome. So definitely, yeah, if you exactly. haven't gotten that yet, guys, I go on there, check that out for sure. And this is one yeah, of the questions. Yeah, free I download. Love, free download. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. And then one of the questions I love to ask all my guests is, and this is different for everybody, and it, uh, that's why I love this question, which is, what does reaching your fullest potential mean to you? Oh God, that's a, that's an awesome question. What does reaching my fullest potential mean? The full potential means you're living the life you want to live the healthiest way, the most abundant way for yourself, your family, um, where you're able to give back to society and leave this world a better place than you showed up in it. I love it. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. So, I mean, when people are, 
making these changes and you know they're they're trying to reach their fullest potential what do you think is probably the number one obstacle that is a difference maker between people making that radical shift and people just going back to their couch i think it's i think it's ultimately it comes down to choice really yeah. you know if you listen to that we like we said before self talk if if you've been around it and you're surrounding yourself with people that have that same crappy self-talk, you're just gonna it's kinda kinda like an anchor or something, you know, like you're gonna try to run away and that anchor is not or, or boat like it's gonna drag, it's not gonna go anywhere. Until you get rid of the, the mentality and the people around you that are holding you back, you'll never have a chance to grow because they're gonna want they don't want you to go. They like the pity party. Absolutely. Awesome. So it's this guy's going out there making that choice today. Um, do something different, like Take something away from Dr. Josh today and take an action step. Go do something different. Get off the couch and, man, just live the life that God's intended you to live, right? Yeah, and jump in a cold shower and while jump, you're at it. And jump in a cold shower. <laughs> Snap you out of that funk you're in. Absolutely. Well, awesome, Dr. Josh. Well, hey, we appreciate having you on today. Um, we'll put all the resources you talked about today uh, on our show notes as well. So we'll be able to check that out. I'm excited to check out the stuff you have coming up um, on your pipeline as well. And we will talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. And we hope you enjoyed today's episode. To get this and other episodes and other free resources we mentioned today, go to newedgewellness.com or listen to the Happy Healthy Hormones with Dr. Chris podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. 